Accelerate your career today with a master's degree in sports product management from the University of Oregon. In this program, you will learn the business of creating sports and outdoor apparel, footwear, and equipment. You'll work with a team to develop product in our on-site innovation lab in Portland, Oregon, or in your own home. Network with leaders from the industry through your mentor, instructors, guest speakers, and alumni. And gain hands-on industry experience during the Summer Immersion Experience, where you work for sports and outdoor brands and manufacturers domestically or internationally. You can gain your master's in sports product management in as little as 18 months on-site in Portland, Oregon, or in 21 months online from anywhere. This is your chance to join 96% of our alumni currently working in the sports and outdoor product industry. Visit spm.uoregon.edu to accelerate your career today. Just grinding doesn't work. People think the more I apply for, the more likely I am to get something. And that is a faulty analysis and a faulty wish. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com. Brian Clapp. Got to be honest, we had the clock set back a couple weeks ago. It's getting dark earlier at night, and it kind of bums me out a little bit. This is a time of year where I struggle some mentally. And I'm not going to do the whole mental health talk today, but I, I will say you should give yourself some grace and understand that the winter can be a tough time and the fall can be a tough time, especially when this whole moment happens with shifting the clocks. I don't know. I get crazy out of rhythm. I know a lot of the people that struggle with it. So please give yourself some grace, but it dovetails perfectly into our conversation today because I got this question that I feel really resonates this time of year. It came in from Michael in Washington. Brian, I am in a rut. I've been job searching for four months and I'm burnt out and frustrated and I feel like I'm stuck. Please help me. Michael, this is a really valid point and concern. This is something everybody deals with. And I think it's even more elevated this time of year where it can start to feel like the walls are closing in on you a little bit. You know, I think for me, it gets more almost claustrophobic feeling when it gets dark earlier and I start to feel like I'm stuck or I'm not as active or I have these other issues going on. So I find I get more and more of these type of questions in Q4. So like October, November, December, than I do at any other time. People tend to look with optimism at Q1, quarter one of January, February, March, even though it's still winter and it's gray and it's doldrums, there's this new vibe that comes out of the new year and there's goal setting and all these other things you do. This is the hardest time. And if you've been job searching for a bit and you're not starting to get the results that you want, I think we have to be very honest with the fact that job searching is a lonely endeavor. You get rejected without knowing. You get, you're applying for stuff you feel is a great match and it doesn't happen. There's a lot of rhythm that comes off of this that you start to get into this self narrative of the good things aren't going to happen to me. At first, you start out with a lot of hope and ambition and drive. And then, like, you don't get the results you want. And it starts to feel like, oh, well, I'm just going through the motions here. So, we're going to try to give some idea today, ideas today to help you break out of that mold. But I'm I'm not trying to patronize anybody by saying this is easy. I'm not trying to minimize the way you're feeling by saying my suggestions are going to change everything for you. We have to embrace the fact and the reality that this isn't easy. This is a hard time. 
there are going to be times where you feel really despondent and that's okay. You can't bury those feelings. You can't pretend they're not there. You have to acknowledge them, accept them, sit with them, and then try to get through them. And not easy. Trust me. I am, I am not minimizing this at all. First thing I want to talk about is I'm not trying to give you any kind of excuses to build, but you want to start to understand the job market status. What I mean by that is not just what you're hearing in the media all the time, but there's certain seasonality that, that comes from job searching. A lot of organizations this time of year, November, December, uh, they're working on their budgets for the next year, or maybe they've already spent their hiring budget. So you, and, and also, there's going to be a lot of uh, breaks around Thanksgiving. There's going to be breaks around uh, the holidays. So it's harder to bring in people and get them trained, and make them feel a part of the culture, and that you have the money and the requisition for and that's why you see a big boost of jobs that start being presented and, and uh, hired for in January, because right now it's a little harder. The schedule is more condensed. It's harder to get people feeling serious as you get closer to the holidays. There's more parties and other things going on. Now, when you work in sports, those things aren't really accepted or mattered. I mean, I, I worked every Christmas for a very long time, and I worked every Thanksgiving for a very long time. So you don't tend to think about the holidays as much, but you can't help it to some degree. So just be understanding the fact that market conditions can impact your job searching rut. If you're feeling like you're in a rut, sometimes it's not you, it's the market. And I mean that macroeconomically, and I also mean it for seasonality. Sometimes the job market just isn't that great. And it's not about you, and you can't take these things personally. But to break out of this, there are certain things you need to do to, to kind of help. So let's continue down this path. Uh, I believe wholeheartedly that there are more freelance opportunities in sports and other industries than there ever has been before. There's more contract writing jobs. There's more social media contributors. There's more ability to build your own brand. There are a lot of things you can do out there on a volunteer or a freelance basis. You can start to work for a college athletic program on specific events. Uh, maybe you're not a full-time employee, but you can start to do more being out there and by freelancing. And even if it's not directly in your realm, like I knew somebody who was doing freelance scorekeeping for Northwestern. And if you do that kind of thing, you're not only bringing in a little bit of money, but you're getting more people in your network. You're breaking out of your mold. You're not just sitting at the computer looking for hit and refresh, looking for a new job to pop up. You're getting out there. And that can help to kind of spur a lot of other ancillary benefits. So look for those opportunities where you can start to get involved at a local college or a local, I mean, you can, you can volunteer at a, a sports agency or you can do other things to help you get your name out there and get involved and break the mold a little bit. So look into those opportunities. Number two, volunteer, even if it's out of your realm. Sometimes when you're so focused on something like getting a job in the sports industry, you get so locked into that, that you just keep repeating the same actions, but you need to break out of that mental malaise a little bit. I tell people sometimes it helps to go volunteer at something else. Go volunteer at a YMCA helping out. Go help out at the Special Olympics. Go help out at a, at a dog rescue or an elephant sanctuary. Like Sometimes you just need to spend some time doing something else to rejuvenate your search. You just need to break away a little bit. Uh, again, you might you never know what you're going to meet and find out there, but my wife and I were just talking about this. They've done studies that say the older you get, the number one way to battle getting dementia 
or Alzheimer's is by social interaction. Like relationships are so important. So if you're sitting in your home office and you're just plugging away on your computer all the time and you're not getting around other people, like you're going to slowly start to go insane. And this is really going to start to weigh on you. So get out there, volunteer, do something. I'm not saying every day, but like give yourself a little something to break that mold and give yourself a little bit of a break from it too. Number three, I love this exercise. I call it blueprinting. If you have a job that interests you or a career path you want to follow, LinkedIn is your absolute best tool. So I'll give an example of what I mean by blueprinting. When I was in college, I thought that I wanted to be an ESPN anchor. Clearly, I do not have the skills or the looks to pull it off, but that's what I thought I wanted. So what I started doing when I was in college, and trust me, we didn't even have LinkedIn back then. I'm so ancient, we barely had computers. But no, in reality, I started researching through the media guides and through the other, um, you know, other opportunities to learn and research online. I started looking into every single ESPN anchor. I wrote down where they went to college, what they studied, what, what market they first started working at. I charted their entire career path. I even went so far as to learn like, if they majored in this at Syracuse, that means they had to take these classes. So they knew these specific things. Like I was really digging into looking at successful people and then trying to create a blueprint for how they got there. You can do this same thing and it's easier now than ever. So let's say you wanted to work in, uh, be the, uh, a marketing executive for the Baltimore Ravens. You can go on LinkedIn, you can find the person that's doing that and you can start to reverse engineer their career. That can give you a little bit of a vision for where those steps are that you need to take. And then your path to job searching can become that clearer and give you some more emphasis, like really feeling like if I do these steps, I know this is a path that has led to success in the past. And even sometimes take it down a notch. You know, you don't have to go look just at the executive or just at the sports anchor. Look at those people in those entry-level jobs or those early career jobs, those mid-level manager type jobs and just figure it out because that's even more recent sign of, of a pathway of a success plan. So start to look at those and that can help to make sure you're making the right decisions. One thing I try to warn people about a lot is your actual methodology for applying. So this would be our, our next point, the method you go about applying. A lot of people will use a you know, spray and pray kind of technique where they're applying for every job that comes out and it comes available. And to me, that is a route to get disappointed faster. Like you are increasing your odds of disappointment rather than increasing your job chances of getting a job. People think the more I apply for, the more likely I am to get something. And that is a faulty analysis and a faulty wish. If you're applying for a lot of different jobs that you're none of them are your perfect match or that you have any experience to be able to do, you're really going to just get more rejection letters. You're not going to up your rate of getting acceptance because people are going to look into you and say, well, why would I hire this person when they don't have any experience in doing this kind of role? They don't have the skills I need. They don't have the experience. They don't have anything that fits them as a match for this job. Why would I hire them? So I think you're going to get more uh, difficult responses from that. So my next point in this is be strategic about your approach. You don't have to formulate a, a process to say, I'm going to apply for 10 jobs a day. No, don't do that to yourself. Just start to say, I'm going to go through and find those jobs that are on my path that I think I have a skill set that matches that I can, that I think will be interested in me because I have the right uh, experience and skill set, like be selective, be targeted, 
be pragmatic in your approach and you're going to have a better chance of getting a hit. All you're doing if you ramp it up and just start applying everywhere is you're getting more rejections. That's not fun. And that's not good for your mental health. Next thing, seek constructive criticism, not only from yourself as a self audit, but also from outsiders. Get somebody now. If you've been applying for jobs for a while and you're not getting the traction you want, trust somebody. Trust somebody. Reach out. Say, hey, can you review my resume? Can you review my cover letter? Can you review my approach? Can you tell me what you're looking for when somebody asks you a question like this? And also, after every interview you have, like if you're not getting interviews, like in, in marketing terms, we talk about a pipeline a lot of times. So you're trying to build somebody from interest to, you know, whatever. I won't get into all that. But for this kind of conversation, we're talking about all the different processes. Like if you're applying for jobs but not getting any level of response, it's probably a problem with your resume because that's what they're seeing, their resume or cover letter. That's what they're seeing and making a judgment on. If you are getting interest but then not getting the job, well, your interviewing probably isn't that great. You know, like you can start to identify, depending on how far you get in the process, where the problem is, where is the break in the pipeline. So if you do that kind of analysis and say, okay, I've been getting a lot of interviews, but I'm not getting the job, time to do a self-audit and figure out what you're doing wrong in the interview process. Same thing on your resume, same thing on all these different processes. Try to figure out where the break in your pipe is. But if you can't kind of, you're like, I created the best resume I know how, I'm not getting the interviews, I can't fix this. You have to look for outside help. You have to hire a professional writer. You have to talk to somebody you trust in the industry, but that will help you get some momentum in that direction. It's going to give you a feeling of positivity too, that you're fixing the problems that aren't working. You can't just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, the final point I'm going to make, which I think is probably the most important, is what I brought up at the beginning. You have to give yourself some mental health breaks too. We always talk about getting a job is a job. Like you have to be constantly working at it. You have to be doing the activities. You have to be networking. You have to be working on your resume. You have to be applying to jobs. You have to be interviewing. Like all these things need to be happening. You also need to take some breaks. You also need to do something else to get you out of that frame of mind. Whether it's the ideas I gave of volunteering and freelancing, or if it's just to like get away a little bit, like go to a state park for a day, like just grinding doesn't work. There's data out there proving that even in just your normal workflow, you need to get up and walk around and do something at least five minutes of every hour, or it's maybe it's 10 minutes of every hour and a half or something like that. There's data out there that says you are a much more productive person and employee if you take breaks. Same rules apply here. If you are constantly trying to grind, thinking that next thing's going to happen the next time you hit refresh, or that they're going to respond to you, or that you're going to have a new job pop up, like you're going to drive yourself insane. Take a break. Walk away from the computer. Refresh yourself. You'll be better off for it. So, Michael and everybody else out there that's feeling the slump of job searching or just that they're not getting the results they want, try to execute on some of these ideas and I think you'll be in a better place. But also, give yourself some grace because this is a hard time of year and we all kind of feel it. So, thank you for listening. Awesome to have you all listening. I appreciate each and every one of you and I'll see you next week.